New day, new you. Wake your ass. Only strong, strong, positive Monday through Friday. Fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. You know what? Everybody out there, first of all, hello. I hope you're, you know, you're being blessed in your movement today. You woke up with anticipation for the day. Or, you know, maybe you are hearing this in the afternoon or, or the evening or, or whatever time of day. It's shit, it's, it's your account where you listen to podcasts that I can't determine when to listen to this. But to all those people who are starting out their day, hello. And all you people who are ending your day, hello. Let's talk about this. One thing a damn farmer does is plan for the future. Big shout out to all you farmers out there. A farmer will do a ton of work now in anticipation of what and how that shit will pay off later. Now, one important decision that a farmer has to make is what the fucking plant? What the plant? What is that farmer going to need in the future and what has the best chance to grow? So you got to grow certain shit. And, and some things fuck up the soil so bad you can't plant nothing on that soil except what the fuck you just, just harvested. That's it. Because the soil is fucked up. Some things are just like that. Just like life. There are steps to take. That planning goes way back much further than you think. Shit, that farmer got to think about what he's going to feed his damn cows because those damn cows will create the manure that will eventually help things grow. See the fuck that's happened just now? See what happened? That's recycling. You always got to take a step back to deal with the bullshit. See that? Oh, that's what the fuck it is. What do you think manure is? Miles, what do you think manure is? Poop. Fuck yeah. It, it, which in turn is bullshit. In metaphoric terms, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. You know what? I overheard a guy tell somebody else because he didn't want to say the word shit. He said, man, get the manure out my face. Now, he sounds like a farmer. And even then, I don't think a farmer would say that. No, farmers say that shit all the time, Miles. Are you manuring me? Yeah. Are you manuring me? I heard him say that shit. I heard, I heard a farmer one time close his hand up in, the, in one of the barn doors. He said, manure! Manure, manure, manure! And you heard this. Yeah, I fucking heard it. I, over, I overheard it. I overheard it. Right. What were you doing on the farm at the time? Mm-hmm. I went to pick up uh, some vegetables and shit like that, you know? Oh, okay. And, and a little manure. You, you don't need a lot of manure for your own personal garden, but you, just, a little, just a little bit of manure. So I say it again. You have to understand that to get shit, you got to go through shit. And if I may paraphrase a quote from the hardworking farmer and put it in rap terms, shit, you better fertilize. See how I just did, Miles? <laughs> you replaced recognize with fertilize. Miles is genius. You better fertilize, but it's how you say it. You better fertilize. Right. Big shout out to all you gangster farmers out there. Big shout out to that huge population. Yeah, Miles. Big shout out. <laughs> right now, I'm trying to create an awkward moment. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Good job, Miles. Thank you. I'm going to start the show now. Hi, I'm Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. Every day we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Today's quote comes from the calendar. Today is going to be a great day. And I feel like it is. Mm -hmm. Here's the quote. Have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful 
or believe to be beautiful. And that's by William Morris. Ooh. Have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. Wow. I love this, Miles. Me too. Oh, man. And, and I think our our amazing listeners out there are going to get some mileage out of this shit, Miles. Mileage. Hey, this would be a great spinoff show for you, Miles. Mileage. See? Miles. Mileage. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um... I'm still in this awkward thing. I, we'll get take a break, and I'll, I'll try to get out of it. Get out of that shit, Miles. I'm telling you. <laughs> you made all the listeners awkward now. See? You see? <laughs> listeners got all quiet and shit. <laughs> well, they're always quiet, and we can't hear them. <laughs> no, I hear them all the time. Huh? What, what, what do you mean? Oh, that in itself is awkward. That's awkward enough for me. We'll be right back. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. The quote we're looking at today is, have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. What do you got, J.B.? Mm. See, this one right here, man. See, sometimes these amazing quotes tag team each other. Yeah. They feed off each other, feed off each other. Now, I don't know how you guys have heard us talk about hoarding before. The mental and the physical part of it. Yeah, we've covered that a lot. Oh, man. Oh, man. We always talk about that shit, man. People tend to keep a lot of stuff. Yep, 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 yep. But Miles, I feel like this quote is about to take us straight to that confusing and cluttered mental apartment again. And, and that's okay, Miles, because some issues require deeper and multiple dives. So like the quote says, only have shit in your life that is either beautiful or useful, one or the other. Right. In, in other words, Miles, make three pals. Beautiful, useful, and, and gotta go. You need all three of them. Now, sometimes, Miles, an item is all fucking three. Sometimes a motherfucker is beautiful and useful and still has to go. Right. And then I say, with an open, stress-free mind, go through your shit and be honest with yourself. Is this person or this thing needed in my fucking life? Should I be holding on to this shit? And sometimes, you know, good and damn well, some of the shit that used to be useful isn't anymore. And that shit needs to go, Miles. It needs to go in the gotta go pile. It's a pile of shit that says gotta go. Yeah. That includes anything, Miles. Uh, people, uh, pets. Hey, Miles, you ever have a pet and you had to give it to someone else because you didn't have the ability to take care of it yourself, Miles? I've never had to myself, but I can see that happening. You're living in an apartment all of a sudden and you you can't have a pet or you gotta work or they change their mind and say no pets allowed or something like that kind of shit. Tough. Now, I'm telling you, man, when you give someone a pet, that's a big fucking deal. That's a huge responsibility to put on somebody else. Yeah. You know what? I put giving someone a pet and giving someone a set of drums in the same category. Cause you never know what the fuck you're gonna get until you're up all night playing with that shit. I had a motherfucker next door to me, man, when I lived in an apartment, playing with that goddamn cat all goddamn night. I thought you were going to say he's up all night playing with the drums. What kind of games was he playing with the cat that are so noisy? No, no, no. The fucking drums are cool. It's a fucking cat all goddamn night with the fucking meow, meow, meow. And these motherfuckers sitting there running around the goddamn house, knocking shit over. But all I heard was meow and ouch. Ah! Oh, because I pictured a boom, boom, meow, boom, boom, meow. Like a, a little. Oh, Miles, that's fucking creative. I fucking love that. I'll, I'll put that shit on an album anytime. 
Although every night it would probably get annoying. It would. It fucking would. And, and drums are fucking. When someone buys your kids some fucking drums, you're like, who the fuck bought these goddamn drums? Yeah. You got to know people before you just hand their kids drums because that's, that's going to up, upset the, the flow in the household. As does a fucking pet that you took on and that someone gave you and someone you helped out and say, I'll give the cat a home. Or I'll give this dog a home. Or I'll give this iguana a home. Right. Or what about give this parrot a home? Ain't nothing worse than someone giving you a fucking parrot. And, and, and this motherfucker has dialogue that is already preset from the previous owner. Yeah. You know, saying shit like fuckface and, and, and stuff like that to you, repeating things. Yeah. You gotta be careful. They they retain stuff. They hear stuff and they fucking retain it. Yeah. Wrong hole. Wrong hole. Wrong hole. What the fuck is going on in that house? Well, if the parrot has to tell you that, then you're already in trouble. Like, how did you not see that? And who keeps a parrot in the same fucking room? All right. So you've got this this obscene dominatrix parrot. I get it. So plugging through, have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. So you're working through the process of dis- of making these decisions. So on the other hand, well, you might think something you have that used to be beautiful but is no longer beautiful would automatically need to go in a gotta-go file. I say this. Take a long, hard look at it first because although it might no longer be beautiful, it might still be useful to you. Yeah. Like, like a pair of drawers. Oh, man. Hey, I got a pair of drawers that I've had for years that I still wear. You know why? Because they're fucking comfortable. I fucking love them. I just got to make sure I don't get no goddamn accident. Because I, I can't say that they look brand new. They, 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 they're somewhat tattered and discolored. But they still make the grade, but just barely. They're clean and comfortable. That's the main thing. Clean and fucking comfortable. Some shit is made to last forever. Eventually, though, all drawers end up in, in an underwear junkyard. It's like a junkyard that's littered with old, beat-up drawers. Wow. Yep. People always ask, where do old underwear go? They go to an underwear junkyard, of course. Sounds sad. Oh, of course it's sad. Have you ever been to an underwear junkyard before? No. You walk around that bitch, it's just piles of underwear everywhere. Piles of it. Try the trailers, bring them in, they dump them. The fucking tractors and shit, picking them up, putting them in piles. And all those drawers, they all have stories. They got stories to tell. Every pair of underwear has a story to tell. I'm telling you. And there's piles of them out fucking everywhere. They got like some, some they got the, the men underwear here, in boxes and briefs over here, uh, panties. They got the motherfucking uh, thongs over here. Thongs so sexy, man. I'm willing to bet you can wear them motherfuckers outside of your clothes. Yeah. Well, you know what? Have you ever seen that? I saw someone wear uh, the thong on the outside of their pants. Man, that's just sexy to me. I, see, I can see it becoming a trend. Yeah. Doesn't sound as sexy on the outside of clothing, but it doesn't. But but it, it, it's still a thong. So anyway, we talked about this. You think something you have that used to be beautiful, but is no longer beautiful, would automatically need to go into gotta go file. Well, now we're down to these these drawers that gotta go. They gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta go. They fucking gotta go, man. The the, the elastic isn't elastic no more. It got holes in them, and they're filled with skid marks, Miles. Fucking skid marks. And Miles, sometimes you got skid marks that won't come out. You can power wash those motherfuckers, but realistically, those drawers aren't going to survive a power wash because they're too fucking tattered, Miles. Do you know the force of a fucking power wash? Pretty powerful. Those damn drawers would just disintegrate, Miles, with, with a fucking power wash. And, and then all you got left is the fucking skid mark. Yeah. Skid marks is hard to get rid of, Miles. You'll fuck up the whole underwear and the skin mark will still be there, Miles. 
unaffected by the power wash. Just floating in midair. Yeah, fuck yeah, Miles. Like a rainbow. You know what, Skip Mark? is a metaphor for life, Miles. Okay. Some people say, scarred for life. You heard that, Miles? Oh, he's scarred for life. Yeah. I, I think they should be skid marked for life. See? Because sometimes a skid mark don't go away, Miles. A, a scar can heal, Miles. So I think they should just fucking get rid of out of people's mentality and their fucking vocabulary. Get rid of scar for life. Because you can put Neosporin on your fucking scar and it should go away eventually. And cocoa butter. Put some cocoa butter and, and, and some goddamn and some Neosporin on that shit. That scar goes away. Right. But, but a, a skid mark. Woo. Skin mark is hard to get rid of, Miles. That is a straight-up shit stain, Miles. Maybe just some soap? No. Sometimes you can't get rid of it. You wash them over and over again, and that skid mark remains. So just navigate away from scar for life and start using skid mark for life. Hmm. What do you think, Miles? I think if you have skid marks that you can't get the stain out, I think you should also look at what you're eating. So yeah, so Miles agrees. Skid mark for life is going to replace scarred for life. So how do we wrap this up? Here's the quote one more time. Have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. So how do we get to that? We, we're in the throwing away process, but how do we wind up with the things that we really need? <sighs> okay, here we go. Before you ever put in the tough position of keeping shit or tossing shit, try to be discerning with who and what you bring into your life. That's going to allow you to process that shit. The most beautiful thing in your house should be your damn spirit. That was the fuck the beauty of you is. Believe in your worth. What you are, you are that damn pirate ship. And you need to spend your days sailing the seas looking for adventure. Be selective who you decide to have for your crew on that ship. Have high standards for what you consider to be treasure. When you open up, you find buried treasure and you open that bitch up, it should be the shit you want. Now you got to decide whether that shit is worthy for you to hold on to. And if you are ever boarded by an enemy ship, have your battle plans ready to unleash so that you can secure your damn vessel. Don't you ever let someone board your ship talking about, I'm the captain now. I love that movie, Miles. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. You say, no, motherfucker. I'm the captain. I'm the goddamn captain. And one of the two most useful things you should have with you is your judgment. Your judgment. Be prepared to make a motherfucker walk the plank if need be. Spirit and judgment. Once you have those two things in place, Miles, you can use them as a template to help you decide what else to let on your ship or in your home or in your houseboat. Fuck it, you got a houseboat. Your boat is your goddamn house. You live in that bitch. You float around. Just remember, if whatever you add doesn't live up to the you standards, toss that shit overboard. Wow. That, that was empowering. Whew. Yeah, man. And now, I'm thinking about getting myself a houseboat now. Fuck, man. I saw you getting inspired by you in the midst of that. Sometimes, Miles, I hit a little pocket sometimes. Yeah. The only thing I will say, uh, the movie, if uh, when he said, I'm the captain now, like if he can, and then Tom Hanks said, I'm the captain, like the way you did it, I think they would have just shot him. I do believe his response would have triggered them to shoot his ass, Miles. I do, I do believe that shit. Yeah. I, but I get why you said it. It worked. 
that was powerful. But I just really thought about the movie and I'm like, whoop, end of movie. They, oh my God, they shot Tom Hanks this early in the film. What are they going to do with the rest of the movie? Sometimes movies should be like TikTok videos, Miles. Some shit should be quick and fast. Oh, like, they go, oh shit. You know? Oh, like, oh shit. Yeah, but not a movie. I mean, if you go to the theater and buy your popcorn and your snacks, you don't want within the first 15 minutes they've killed Tom Hanks. And then Miles, it don't matter, Miles. It, it, that's what the fuck happens. It's the same thing as going to a fucking fight, a boxing match. You're getting dressed and you're fucking a little late getting to the fight. You sit in your seat and it's a fucking knockout. Yeah, guess you're right. Or you pay for on pay-per-view. You pay for that shit, Miles. You sit down with your popcorn and shit, all your friends over your house, and bam, the person gets knocked the fuck out in the first 30 seconds of the fight. I like that we both agree you got to sit down with popcorn, though. I love popcorn. Man, popcorn's great for anything, though. Yeah. Any fucking... Don't toss that shit overboard. I love some goddamn popcorn. All kinds of popcorn. Yeah. Thanks for joining us in another episode of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. I want to give a special thanks to Work and Publishing for letting us borrow from the calendar. Today is going to be a great day. As always, we hope you had a good time and maybe even were inspired along the way. Before you go, please oh, leave us a comment. And while you're at it, a great rating on Apple Podcast. And please continue. Oh, man, Lint. Please continue to leave us your quotes. And as always, we'll be selecting some to feature on our show. And be on the lookout for our special guest episodes where JB invites some of his cool celebrity friends to come on here and help us break down a quote. It'll be fun, and you won't want to miss it. Once again, I'm Miles, and he's... JB Smooth. And you pop your own popcorn. Bring that shit in. And you eat your own popcorn. It's expensive in the movie. It's fucking expensive, man. One time I brought a whole popcorn maker into the into the theater. I don't give a fuck. That's a bit much. But people love it. People love it. They smell it. They love it. They want some. I pass it down through the aisle. And your hand is refillable. You, you cup your hands and, and you get some. And you sit down and eat it. And then you get free refills on your cupped hands. That's, that's filthy. Mm-hmm. This has been a Team Coco production.